0: Good morning, everybody. We're back with another edition of Conversational Chaos, the intelligent ramblings between Jason and the Rage Monster. And the Rage Monster here, and as with always, is Jason. Good morning. And we have a special guest with us today. This is our first attempt at recording with a guest in the studio. And this morning, we have the Canadian. Good morning. Good morning, Canadian. How are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you? Good.
0: Awful early in the morning, but we got our our rig set up and we're ready to go. So, Mr. Jason, what do we have today? I I hear that there's something very special for the Rage Monster today.
2: That's a little bit later.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs)
2: Let you warm up, (laughs) Justin. I
0: don't think I've had enough caffeine. Is that what you're trying to say?
2: So, just so people can learn more about our guest, I have 10 quick questions for you. Oh, okay. So, they're just single (laughs) single word answers. Okay. There's only 10. Okay. Are you ready?
1: I guess.
2: (laughs) Batman or Superman?
1: No preference.
0: That's a two-word answer. You can't say that. You have to say Batman or Superman.
1: (sighs) I guess Batman.
2: What type of cheese do you use to make a grilled cheese sandwich? I don't know.
0: You can't whisper. (laughs) Just have to shout it out. I don't
1: make grilled cheeses. (laughs) I'm the worst. I'm so sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What? What kind of, what octane of gas do you put in your car?
1: Uh, 91?
2: If an animal was to attack you, which would you pick?
0: (laughs) And survival isn't an answer. You have to pick the swan.
2: (laughs) What's the least memorable state of the United States?
1: Ooh, I guess I can't remember that.
0: (laughs) That's a very good answer.
2: Have you ever eaten a mayo sandwich?
1: No. What
2: name would you use for an alias? Malcolm. Have you ridden in a helicopter? Yes. Pinball or skee ball? Pinball. One word to describe piñatas. <laughs> Fiesta.
0: Did you just say want one, one word to describe piñatas?
2: <laughs> Do you have one word to describe piñatas? <laughs> Stupid.
0: What? <laughs> Sorry. Why do you dislike piñatas? I, I don't dislike piñatas. It's just, it's sort of torturous. I mean, why would you fill a, like a sack, basically, dress it up like something, hang it in a tree, give some poor kid a stick, spin them around in a circle till they're dizzy, and then say, all right, go to it.
1: How do you feel about pin the tail on the donkey, then?
0: That's pretty stupid, too.
1: Okay. Just wanted to make sure. It, it is It is
0: entertaining, <laughs> but... The piñata thing is entertaining for the people watching, not for the person doing it. So it's almost like, do you ever go watch one of those ridiculous hypnotists, like in college? Did you ever ever have a hypnotist come to your school or anything? Yes, but it didn't go. It's, it is literally just, (laughs) it's never, ever, ever volunteer. If for some reason you are susceptible, and I'll, I'll use that loosely, susceptible to hypnotism, and you go up on stage and do some really odd actions or make funny noises or whatever don't ever do that don't ever volunteer don't even take the test for the hypnotist because literally everybody's going to be laughing at you it's never a laughing with you situation the same thing with them no and the same thing with a piñata that's harsh
1: no piñata you're laughing at the whole situation that's in good spirit
0: how do you not enjoy hitting something with a stick Oh, I enjoy hitting things with sticks, well, then what's but I don't problem? enjoy hitting things with sticks while I'm blindfolded and dizzy. You don't
1: have to be blindfolded. It can be on your terms.
0: <laughs> what about
2: the ones where you just pull the string?
0: There's a, there's ones where you just pull a string? You
2: haven't seen those? No. They have like 20 strings hanging out and you just pull one and one of them's connected to the trap door and rips open the I see, trap door. So
0: that's more entertaining. We had a pinata
1: at Canadian Thanksgiving.
0: Did you really have a pinata? What well, shape was it? Yeah.
1: Like horse-shaped, like normal pinatas.
2: Did you get it at the store did you make it?
1: I didn't get it. It was provided. (laughs) I don't know where it came from, but it was for the kids.
0: (laughs) Did you get to take a swing at the pinata?
1: No, it was for the kids.
2: Okay. How many times did they hit it before it cracked open?
1: Oh, I don't know. I wasn't there for it. I just saw the remains.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Was that our 10 questions? Was that the last one? That was the last one. That was the last one. It's quick. Okay. okay, that that was good. That was a good 10 questions.
1: Sorry about the grilled cheese, though.
0: <laughs> oh, you don't have to apologize you for anything. Do grilled cheese
1: sandwiches, though? No? No.
2: Do you like cheese? I do. Do you like butter?
1: It's all right.
0: Do you like toast?
1: Yes, sometimes.
2: We should try a grilled
0: cheese sandwich.
1: I've had grilled cheeses. I just don't make them.
0: When we were kids, we didn't call them grilled cheese. We called them toasted cheese. I don't really know why that is. Did
2: but you put it in a toaster?
0: No. You put the toaster on its side? That would be kind of stupid because then the cheese would just slide down to the bottom. <laughs> if you put the toaster <laughs> on the side. No. My grandmother did have one of those toaster ovens that she used to make open face sandwiches and you know, yeah. cook those things. Those are but fantastic. They are pretty good. No, but, the toaster uh, oven. Well, yeah. That's what I mean. Oh. Um, no, that's a good thing to have around. Uh, I've never had one, ever. My parents didn't have one, I've never owned one, and I probably never will, because I think that's you know just a weird thing to take up space on your countertop, along with my KitchenAid blender that takes up already a quarter of the space.
2: Do you make toast?
0: No. I do make a bagel every once in a while. I have a toaster. The toaster conveniently fits inside of my crock pot that is conveniently stuffed in one of my corner piano cabinets, so... No, it doesn't take up too much piano? space. Piano? It's, it's a piano-doored cabinet. Oh. So it's one of those corner cabinets where... It's not
2: a cabinet made out of a piano.
0: No. But that would be really cool. That would be a really interesting piece of, of furniture. Yeah. Cabinet made out of a piano. One of the things you wanted to talk to you about today, <laughs> Canadian, uh, is the fact that you do like to travel. Mm-hmm. Right? What... Uh, well, I know you just got back from Norway recently. Mm-hmm. Well, Norway and...
1: Sweden and Germany and Denmark. Good Lord. Um,
0: <laughs> how many countries have you been to?
1: Not too many. I've been to those. <laughs> I've been to London.
0: London's not well, a country. I know, I know,
1: but that's the only place in England <laughs> I've been in the UK. Obviously, Canada, Mexico.
0: Or as us Americans like to call it, America Junior. No. I'm talking about Canada, not Mexico. I
1: know. I don't like it. <laughs> um, where else? I mean, I've had layovers in different countries. Layovers don't count. I know.
2: Did you eat a meal there? Yes. Did you leave the airport?
1: No. I was in
2: it almost
0: counts.
1: Istanbul for like 14 hours for a layover. That's a long that's layover. When, that's when um, they shot down the Russian war plane.
0: <laughs> that had to be an entertaining layover. Did it happen while you while were there? I was
1: there? Yeah. Where
2: were you on your way to?
1: This is really silly. London.
0: <laughs> from where? DC. You had a fourteen-hour layover so in Istanbul. It's, really
1: dumb.
0: <laughs> it's like a six-hour flight to London from Dulles. Seven. Sorry, seven.
1: Eight hours back.
0: And What, what is Did it, you it to the airline miles? <laughs> no. What is it to Istanbul? What is it like? Ten hours?
1: I think it was like ten or twelve. It was long.
0: We'll call it eleven. We'll split the difference. Sure, yeah. Okay. Pretty long. So we have eleven <laughs> eleven hours to Istanbul and then that's another probably five hours back to London. Four. Fourteen hours worth of flying for a six hour plane flight with a fourteen hour layover. Seven. Whatever. <laughs> with a with a fourteen hour layover mm-hmm. in Turkey.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I ate a lot of Turkish delights. <laughs> Because I just had them to sample at the Duty Free. What's a free. Turkish delight? Oh, man. They're like these little jelly cubes, and they can have pistachios in them. I guess I'm really like not selling gel- it right here. And then it's like covered jello? in like, no. Or um, like gummy bears. Like like a gummy type thing, but it's a better consistency than like gummy bears.
2: So a gummy bear with a pistachio in the well, middle? Well,
1: they can have pistachio, and they can have different flavors, too. Like there's like rose petal and pomegranate. And, yeah, they had all of those, and you go around, sample them. They are covered kind of in, like, powdered sugar. It's like this white substance. Maybe I don't, know. I don't know what it was, but it was really good. And when you got on your flight, they would offer you a Turkish delight.
0: Oh, that was very nice of them.
1: It was delightful.
0: Did you drink any Turkish coffee while you were there?
1: No, I not like coffee.
0: Because that stuff is... I've heard. I mean, I'd, I I'm not a coffee drinker, so I really don't know. But when I was living in the Middle East, it was just something you could get a lot of. Was there's booths all over the side of the road that sell Turkish coffee, and a booths. lot of the guys that have booths, booths. Sorry, booths. booze, It's different. In- yeah, not booze, It's not booze on the side of the highway. Never <laughs> been there. So just, just booths. Just booths, booths. Is that better? Booths. Thank you. Okay, so there was booths. On the side of the highway, that would sell Turkish coffee, and a lot of the guys that I was over there with used to refer to it as liquid heroin. Oh, um, because it was it was such it was so thick and and high in caffeine. Me drinking it would be bad. That would be a bad bad thing. You you'd see something you probably wouldn't want to see. So no Turkish coffee, but you got to eat Turkish delights. Mm-hmm. That was totally made the trip worth it. And never got out of the airport though.
1: No, I didn't want to leave. <laughs>
0: um, is the this is a, a silly question i really don't know the answer but i think that the airport for istanbul is that on the asian side or is that on the uh, european side
1: i believe it's on the european side because i think it's cause I, th- I think we flew over greece
0: you probably flew over greece
1: well, i know but i think that's i think it's on that yeah i think that's what it was Because I sat next to a Greek man (laughs) that was very nice. (laughs) And he was wearing like 12 jackets on him because... Because he he wanted
0: to import them into Greece without paying duty?
1: Well, he was bringing stuff back for his friends. And it was actually ridiculous. He's like, can you help me get my jackets off? Because I guess he was getting a bit warm, <laughs> and I he that, put I guess it. So. He was very nice, and he woke me up when it was time to eat. <laughs> he was a very nice man. He was from, uh, or he had lived in Baltimore, oh. and he was like, "It's the greatest city ever," oh. and he loved it in Baltimore. But uh, he was going back to Greece. He told me his life story.
2: How old he was, was he? Uh, approximately.
1: Probably in his sixties. Oh, okay. But he was. He was really nice.
2: Maybe he was just generally cold.
1: Well, he was. Well, he was like, "I'm bringing all these jackets back." For friends and family.
0: Were they like but I know suit coats or like parkas?
1: I don't remember because I didn't get to see all of them. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it
0: was actually 14 leather jackets.
1: But one of them was leather. But it was really funny trying to watch him put his backpack on. Because have you ever seen the movie um, A Christmas Story? Of course. Like Randy, like, I can't put my arms down. <laughs> it was kind of like that, but with all the jackets.
0: <laughs> You're talking to a, a child that was born in the 70s i've seen a christmas story <laughs> okay, well, about 400 times i, don't, I think I,
2: everybody I, in the u.s has seen it well they, it they play it constantly.
0: they play it 24 hours straight uh yeah, from christmas yeah. to eve thanksgiving uh, they from play thanksgiving
2: it from, to christmas
0: well they play it 24 hours straight tbs does from christmas eve till like afternoon christmas day so it's it's literally you could watch it constantly if you'd really choose to do so i'll, I'll watch it once that's good enough. But it's that's a great movie. It's a great kids movie. I wouldn't say kids. It does have a couple of foul words in it.
1: Oh, um, fudge.
0: Oh, fudge. It's on TBS. It's
2: they cut most of those out. Fudge.
0: They do. But um, I guess it really only has one bad word in it. Um, that's when he's in the bathroom and finds out the little orphan Annie decoder that he Drink has.
1: more Ovaltine. Yeah.
0: Drink a crummy commercial? That's 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 uh, it's quite funny. Anyway, back to countries that you've been to and travels that you've been on. What is the most interesting country you've ever been to?
1: Oh, I loved Norway. Oh wait, I forgot to say Iceland. I've been to Iceland. Iceland. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Scandinavia.
0: Are you Scandinavian? No, she's Canadian. That's right. She's Canadian. I, I forgot that part.
2: <laughs> if she was Scandinavian, we would. Call her the Scandinavian.
0: Well, I'm Scottish. You don't call me the Scotsman. I guess it's because I have a different moniker to use. So you loved Norway. What was so great about Norway?
1: The scenery, the lack of people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what's the population in Norway? Anybody have any idea?
1: I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head.
0: You had made mention, though, that the people in Norway were very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're not very welcoming of outsiders. Is that true?
1: Oh, so one of the areas that I went to was called the Lofoten Islands, and they're just getting a lot more tourists than they're used to. And a lot of these tourists are doing these hikes that they are not fit for, and they have to go be rescued, and some people have died even, and it's also ruining the land. So...
0: Ruining the land in what way? It's just like trampling the... mm -hmm.
1: The increase in people, Mm. it's been exponential basically over the years because all these Instagram famous hikes and people think they can do it, but they're ill-equipped for the hike, the weather. They don't bring like enough water or food.
0: Well, that's... That's becoming common everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Happens in Alaska all the time. I mean, they say all the time you need need to be prepared for everything. Even when I go hiking... Here, you know, in the mid Atlantic, I always take a backpack that always has a light coat, always has some a little bit of food in it, a little bit of water. If you're not if you're going out into the wilderness and you're not prepared in some way for some sort of contingency, I don't want to say you deserved <laughs> to starve the death or whatever, but you really you need to be prepared. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah.
1: A lot of the hikes that we did though were really hard and it seems to be different than what I've I'm used to in like the Shenandoah. <laughs> There aren't many AIDS when you're hiking. Did you just say AIDS? AIDS. You know, like
0: support. Like yeah. a hiking stick. And yeah. We're not talking about the disease. Oh, no, I wasn't talking about it. Not a lot of AIDS in the Norwegian wilderness, apparently.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't think so.
0: It came from somewhere, you never know. Maybe that was the epicenter, it was Norway.
1: Yeah, those Vikings.
0: Hey, they spread they spread their seed everywhere. <laughs> just like the Huns. They're just kinda <laughs> all over. You talk about Vikings, the, the words rape and pillage can come up frequently. So This is true.
1: <laughs> but yeah, because we did this one hike that was ridiculous. We kind of scaled this. I don't want to call it a mountain, but it was kind of like that. It was basically rock climbing. You don't want to call it no... a mountain. Well, I mean, it was. But it was a mountain. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't huge.
0: It wasn't you know mount everest or right. you know k2 or nanga parbat or yeah. something like that it yes. was more like the blue ridge yes without okay. trees or did it have trees was it no it didn't have trees okay it's very really barren really
1: weird mossy terrain yeah was slippery yes wet yes um.
0: slippery when wet isn't that a poison album i believe
2: there's it there's 5.3 million people in norway
0: oh 5.3 a little bit 3 million less than wisconsin <laughs> That's actually sad. A little bit less than Wisconsin. Wisconsin has 5.7. what two major cities? Right? It's got um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and Madison. I wouldn't even call Madison a major city. What's what's another major city in Wisconsin? I don't even know. Um, I can't think of a another major can't city. Save you here, Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really wouldn't call that a major city. Anyway, so you had said earlier, you said we went on these hikes. Who were you traveling with? Um. <laughs> the Canadian is laughing because she knows that I'm setting her up right now.
1: <laughs> these two people that I met.
0: These two people that you met, huh? Well, yeah. where did you meet these people? Are they friends from from uh your hometown or
1: No, they're European.
0: They're European? Mhm. Yeah. What, were they, you no, know, French? Were they one was French,
1: one was German. One
0: was German, okay. Mm -hmm. Where'd you meet these people? (laughs) Reddit. (laughs) You you, you just gotta spill it, spill the beans because you're gonna get I'm gonna trap you no matter what you do.
1: We met on Reddit.
0: (laughs) Okay. So these two individuals, were they males or females? Males. So you traveled to Norway with two people you've never met. Is that is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> she met
2: him over there. She traveled to there. Oh, I guess you did. Where did you land at? She didn't land in I Norway. I
1: landed in Frankfurt.
2: And you drove mm-hmm. that way. Does Norway have a big a- airport?
1: They I'm have sure quite have a few. Straight there. Oh, yeah. They have quite a few. You, you can fly to... nationally throughout Norway. What
2: about internationally? Oh, yeah, that too. Okay.
0: Can you fly internationally from Norway, I would assume? That was the question. Yeah. I would assume you could. I mean, is there any... That's an assumption. Any, countries, any country that has an airport could... I'm just going to use Albany Airport in New York for an ex- as an example, okay? Yeah. That's an international airport. It's a teeny tiny airport. It has like six gates, but it's an international airport because it has two flights that fly to Canada every day. Okay. So, Not
2: all airports are international.
0: Though. No, that's true. Not all airports are international. But my point is every country has an international airport.
2: I don't think that's true.
0: I, you know, look that up. Every country has got an international airport. It doesn't matter. It could be a gravel strip on, a, on an island in the middle of nowhere. but the country is the island in the Vatican middle of nowhere. Vatican City doesn't have a oh, airport. Tu- oh, touche, touche, Mister <laughs> Mister Jason, with your Vatican City. But technically, if you really want to consider, what's the uh, main airport in Rome? can you remember. I've actually I've mapped it before, and I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, technically, it does have an international airport. It's just not within the country.
2: I wonder if Monaco has one. Probably. You sure? I don't know. I don't know. We it's can city-state. It it's like a half a mile big.
0: But it's the it's same thing as like Vatican City. It has access to an international airport. That's.
1: But also, like, most international airports are outside <laughs> of, like, the actual city. Like, Dulles isn't actually in D.C., and Reagan's not even in D.C.
0: Reagan. It's some kind of a disaster really? show. Yeah. It's a nice I, looking airport, though. No, know, it's, it's really neat looking. And I think that it has some sort of modern, classic style architecture to it i enjoy the airport physically to look Good, at you'll probably be there for a little while but the, <laughs> the problem with reagan that i don't like is that it's not convenient i mean it's convenient to get to but parking is like long-term parking is kind of a oh. problem
2: what's meant uh, for the people who live
0: in the city that's true there is a um I mean the metro, the, metro there, there's a metro there. line that goes there right
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think um, it's the blue and the yellow
0: but So I guess it would be a very urban airport, more for that sort of stuff. But if people who live in the suburbs, like we all kind of do, it actually is more convenient to go to a different airport. Yes. Anyway, getting back to it. So you met these <laughs> two strange people, men.
1: They weren't strange.
0: People unknown to you <laughs> on the internet. Indeed. And then you flew... Without knowing these people all the we way to Frankfurt. to
1: plan what we were going to do. Like what hikes we wanted. On the phone what kind or over food, the internet? Uh, we used WhatsApp. Have you heard of WhatsApp? So did you text or did you yeah, talk? Yeah, text.
2: No vocal no. speech? Okay. No,
1: we had group chat. <laughs> so I felt comfortable. It was fine.
2: Did they send you a picture?
1: No. Like? So actually when I landed, I didn't know who I was looking for. <laughs>
0: Did they know and who they were? Better better. Did they know who they were looking for?
1: No, they didn't know what I looked like either. Oh, this is totally insane. <laughs> so they actually ended up sending me a selfie
0: at the airport. Yeah,
1: they parked the car and they were looking for me. And then they sent a selfie. It's like, oh, did I just you know how you. old they
2: were at a, ti- mm-hmm. at a time? Yeah. How old were they? Mm,
1: Twenty-three and twenty-five.
0: So you were the old maid of the bunch.
1: Hush.
0: That is not nice. I didn't I didn't Hi. I didn't reveal Shh. her age.
1: Oh, you make it sound like I'm ancient. Like thirty or something.
0: <laughs> make it sound like I'm thirty <laughs> or something. Good lord.
2: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any more guests. Oh, I feel ancient.
1: I'm just kidding. It's supposed to be insulting to you. <laughs> That's
0: not insulting to me.
1: <gasps> oh, whatever. Oh uh, what? ever you would find it it'd be very difficult
0: for you to insult me so what did they were they
2: still in school were they did they have occupations um,
1: so one's a photographer that was the german one so he travels everywhere
0: this photographer on the internet he was
1: building up his portfolio
0: there exactly
1: landscape it wasn't weird like that and that's what counts
0: what was the
2: other gentleman's <laughs> occupation?
1: Um, so he was a, I guess, computer engineer. Oh, good. He, what did he do? He works on like smart cars, like okay. where you have like the panel in the car, like Android Auto stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a silly question. Do people who work in the smart car industry, do they refer to other cars as dumb cars or just non-smart cars? Just I think they's from cars. Just call them cars? I'm curious. I don't, I don't know. That's well, they're a, getting
2: discuss. ready to lose the car
0: part. Why is that? I'm
2: going to call them something else.
0: <laughs> horseless carriages? Are we going backwards? No. Because oh. that would be awesome. Just start referring to automobiles as horseless carriages again. That would be totally cool. Why are you both looking at me like I'm some kind of.
1: <laughs> like, you got lobsters crawling out of your ears? <laughs>
0: oh my God, I got lobsters crawling out of my
1: ears? That's from a Christmas story. Is it? Yeah, they were looking at me like I had lobsters. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, my that's totally true. Yeah, she, she's right that this it is from Christmas story, right. and it's funny because I I generally tend to remember movie quotes quite well. I don't know why. That's the dumbest thing ever. Men seem to do that. I don't, you know, whatever. Girls don't so much. I think it's because they just don't care. It's not that they can't; it's they don't they don't care to remember. And guys, I don't. I just think we don't care to remember. We just do. It's kind of silly. Typically, I remember. And at first, I didn't remember that, but you said that.
1: I thought it was funny, so I use it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I had lobsters crawling out of my ears. Okay, so I'm not going to break you over the coals anymore for your
1: <laughs> Thank you. uh,
0: seemingly, uh, what would you call that, a oh, risky behavior. That's certainly a risky I behavior. I
1: respectfully disagree.
0: And that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Did you
2: have any of their contact information ahead of time like the real address or
1: no I had the phone number and a their first Box. and last name no
0: <laughs> they don't have PO boxes <laughs> <laughs> I shipped everything to a Starbucks coffee I, I I don't know I don't know where it was going <laughs> I, I don't know how your father didn't have some sort of conniption
1: fit I think he's used to it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you Do you often
2: meet random people oh, on the no. internet? Uh,
1: just traveling and stuff. He doesn't, uh, I guess, maybe agree with some oh, of no. my travel decisions. This does
0: remind me of... Oh, no. <laughs> another instance with you, but I, we're not going to talk about this so much uh, just because, again, I don't want to... I'm not trying to corner you or make you feel bad, certainly, because we've talked about this before, but I just want everybody to know <laughs> that the Canadian here decided that she was gonna drive cross country, which is totally awesome. I cannot wait for the day that I have the time and the inclination to actually do that. I want to, it's a daunting task. I mean, it took how many weeks to drive all the way across and back? Two. No, oh, you did it in two weeks, that's
1: that's- I drove 8,000 miles in two weeks. That's, that's quite Just impressive,
2: me. yeah. Across
1: Canada? I, Canada and the U.S. And the U.S., northern I noodled U.S. Back <laughs> noodled okay. back
0: mm-hmm. and forth. Noodled back and forth? Where did you leave from on the East Coast? Well. Because you had driven, you had left from Canada, correct? Yeah. You were up in Canada at the time? So
1: I, well, I drove up from D.C. to our lake house and then I wanted to go out west. This is right after I graduated college. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have free time. (laughs) Why not drive across the country? Why not? So I was not really prepared for a cross-country trip at all. (laughs) So I left maybe after a week at the cottage. And then drove. So it's just a bit north of Toronto. And then I drove from there to Vancouver back with lots of stops on the way.
0: That's really cool. I'm jealous because that's, that's a really fun trip. And I wish it I had was. done something like that. What's the best thing man. to
2: see in Canada?
1: Oh, that's a tough question. Other than
2: Niagara Falls.
1: See, Niagara Falls is quite, I don't know.
2: If
0: you like carnivals. No. The, like the, the city Canadian of Niagara side Falls is,
1: is ridiculous. Like with all the touristy things they have. A million things. It is nuts. How, how
0: many wax museums and haunted houses? And,
1: I, well, you know. they, there's a lot to do. And what does that It's You could spend Street. a week there. You
0: could. But helicopter it's not rides related to the
1: falls so much. Like you can go on the Maid of the Mist, which takes you to like the bottom of the falls.
0: But the Maid of the Mist is from the American side.
1: I think you can also do it on the Canadian.
0: Yeah, but it's not called the Maid of the Mist on the Canadian side.
1: I don't know about that.
0: It's called the Horatio Hornblower, I believe looked look that up. Keep what, what? The Canadian doesn't know
1: this? <laughs> but anyway, so maybe one of the best things, I loved the Canadian Rockies. So like in Alberta, there's Banff National Park, Jasper National Park, and those are really great. So I drove from Calgary up to Jasper and then down to Vancouver in one day. I don't know how many miles that was. Oh. Yeah.
2: How long did it take? Just a day, I guess.
1: Like the whole day, because I couldn't find a cheap hotel and it was oh. too cold to sleep in my car.
0: <laughs> so I just looked it up. The made of the mist is the one that leaves from the American side and returns to the American side. Okay. And they're all made of the mist one, made of the mist two, all with Roman numerals.
2: What's the Canadian one?
0: I'm getting there. I'm I'm really I'm old, so using computers is you know, this is ancient fingers trying to use modern technology. It doesn't work so good.
2: We pulled you out of your rage monster, out of his cave of no technology. This is riveting. <laughs> it's exciting you know, whatever.
0: You I, I, I'm not even going to bother. I believe it's called the Horatio Hornblower, though. We'll put it in the notes, perhaps. Okay, we well, we will put that in the notes. Um, but the whole point behind asking you this question was just to let everybody know that when she did travel across Canada and back across the United States, which is, again, totally awesome... The Canadian decided that she was going to sleep at truck stops.
1: Rest stops.
0: We'll call them truck stops. Did uh, truck stops there?
1: Sometimes, but other cars did too. It's like it's Or when you see your rest area.
2: Were they in Canada or in the US? Maybe it's a cold
0: weather thing. What, truck stops? No, less bad
2: people go out in the
0: cold weather.
1: Well, it wasn't, well, it was kind of cold.
0: Haven't you ever seen the show Ice Cold Killers? No. Yeah, no. don't, don't watch that show. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> that's about it peop- doesn't even have a good name
2: i don't even want to know what it's about okay that's enough for me
1: okay it makes it sound like they're cold-hearted because they're killers
0: that's kind of like the pun part of the name but it's it's all people who like it's not
2: like they're it's not about like fishermen fishing in ice no
1: it's cold killers <laughs> watch us ice fish
0: <laughs> yes. talk about riveting material ice fishing it's one of the really. There, there's there's such a fine line between ice fishing and standing on the ice like an idiot.
2: They have a bench. Don't have to stand the whole time.
0: It's just,
1: it, or you can do it in your hut.
0: It is arguably one of the one of the dumbest pastimes there is. Oh goodness. You know, the, our
2: listenership way down. The,
0: yes, that's right. Because we have you know so many people, a large contingent, a large You're contingent of the ice fishers. I'm sorry, Amabians. I don't. I don't. Well, are trying to pull them
2: in with our special guests, and you're just. <laughs> you're fedding their truck stops. Their uh, fast do, do, the,
0: do the Scandos have a lot of truck stops? Scandos. <laughs> do the Scandinavians have a lot of truck stops? Did no. you notice?
1: They have a lot of gas stations.
0: Well, we have a lot of gas stations. Everybody's got gas stations. Everybody needs Everybody gas stations.
1: Yes, but that's like what they're. Well, they had camping sites, and you can camp wherever you want in Norway. You know, Even I, on someone's personal property. You just have to ask.
0: Well, isn't that probably well, true everywhere? They say no? no.
1: I don't think you can just go, like, oh, I wouldn't do it in Florida, at least. <laughs>
0: you would or you would not? I would
1: not. <laughs> just be like, hey, sir, can I camp on your well, property? Yeah, <laughs> crocodiles
2: or alligators yeah, there. Yeah, that's so. also true. Wouldn't want to get eaten by
0: Yeah, this. if you were to just go knock on somebody's door, I mean, it would be really weird, but you could just knock on anybody's door in the United States and say, excuse me, I have a well, big old patch of land here. Do you mind if I camp here overnight? And they're probably going to say no, I would assume. But that's just because it's a weird thing to ask. But, but in
1: Norway, it's normal. Also Sweden, too, because we just one day, we were really tired because we took a ferry from Germany to Sweden, and it was an overnight one. We couldn't find anywhere to sleep. So we drove right off the ferry. And then when we found a lake, we just drove on to, well, we didn't really know, but we drove onto to somebody's property, and we just took a nap there. And then the cows made us leave because they were very aggressive.
0: I've heard the the very aggressive (laughs) cow story before. I've never said, I mean, I've been around lots of cows in my life. Grew up in dairy country and I've never seen an aggressive cow. So Maybe that's how
2: they keep people off their land. You're allowed to camp here, but watch out for aggressive They slowly circled
1: us. And then they circled our car. And once we, then they moved to us. And then when we got to the car, they then surrounded our car and we had to very slowly back up because we didn't want to hurt the cow, but they kept licking the car.
0: <laughs> Maybe it tasted good.
1: It was very weird. They were trying
0: to see how many licks it took to get to the center. Three. Three, apparently. So, <laughs> getting back to it, you drove across the country. Yes. And you slept in truck stops.
1: No, not truck stops. And I didn't do it all the time.
0: Just I'm... a two-week period?
1: No. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was my whole trip. <laughs> No, I didn't. Where did when you I stay the other times? In a hotel or Airbnb?
0: Now that is a it's a fascinating modern thing. The it's B&Bs. very weird. It, it is. It is weird. I was, I'm just saying it's fascinating. I think it's strange, but I would never rent my house out to somebody. I think that's just like an odd thing to do. I know that we live obviously in the, in the Mid Atlantic. We've talked about this, and uh, Jason and I both live in in Maryland, and we're not too far from where the Naval Academy is, which is in Annapolis, Maryland. And people I know who live around the Naval Academy will rent their houses out during commissioning week, which is the week at the end of midshipmen's
2: graduation.
0: Yeah, their graduation week. They do all these family events and everything. And people will rent their houses out, but they'll charge two, three, four, five thousand dollars for a week to rent their house. It's just so families can come in
2: it's much more than that. Usually. Is it really? Mm-hmm.
0: And people live out even as far as we do. You know, we'll rent their houses out during commissioning week and still charge several thousand dollars. But I think that's so weird. I would never – not that I wouldn't welcome strangers into my home. I, I probably would do that given certain circumstances.
1: I was going to say, isn't that risky behavior? Yeah, it's
0: totally risky behavior. But I guess if it's in your house,
2: and you it, kind of have the upper hand. Yes,
0: if I'm there – then we're good, but i would I would never just invite random people into my house. I know that my wife was really freaked out after we bought our home. It was during the summer, and we had to have cable installed, right so I was at work, she was at the house. the cable guy showed up, and he asked at one point if he could use bathroom. I was like, yeah, go ahead. You know, she feels bad. I feel bad for those guys that are out in the road all day long and uncomfortable places probably sometimes. So she's like, yeah, go ahead. And this guy was in in our bathroom for like half an hour and she got really, really weirded out by it. she called me. She's like, this guy has been in the bathroom like a half an hour what he's doing in there like, well, you know, if it, it goes much longer, you probably should just say something to him. And if he doesn't respond to you, maybe you should call the police, because that's really bizarre. But she had this fear, this overwhelming fear that he had planted some camera or something in the bathroom. And so when she got home, or when I got home from work, she made me go check the bathroom. So I like literally checked it all over the place, looking to see if he like planted a camera in there. And I'm thinking, this is really weird. This is a really weird thing to do, but people do some really weird stuff. So having people in my house is not a problem. I don't mind having people in my home, even people I don't know in my home. But if I weren't there, I would be very uncomfortable with it. So it's just fascinating, this whole Airbnb thing. So how many Airbnbs did you utilize on your cross-country trip? Two. That's not bad.
2: How many rest stops did you use? Don't know. (laughs)
0: Well, we're not talking about just like stops.
1: I know, but slept at, yeah, Yeah. maybe three. Two.
2: How many times did you stay at the Airbnb? Um one you said place, it was a two-week trip.
1: One place I stayed twice, like two nights. The other one, just one. Right,
2: so that's three, mm-hmm. plus like three rest stops. Mm-hmm. Where did you stay the rest of the time?
1: Hotels. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Were they like truck stop motels, or were you actually oh, in like well, you know Marriott I mean, sometimes
1: I didn't really have a choice on where I could stay.
0: Well, I guess if you're driving through central Canada where there's nothing, I'm sure you stayed in some some, some fairly sketchy places.
1: No.
2: Did you plan your trip ahead of time? Like I'm going to drive so many miles to this? No, no,
1: no.
0: That is awesome. That I don't is like planning. That is absolutely awesome that you were able. To, I've always been a planner.
1: Oh yeah, I so, can't plan.
0: And it's not. It's not. I don't plan things down <laughs> to like the 15 minutes. I mean, Jason over here has you. You have daily calendar, don't you? Like separate out by like 15 minute increments. No. He totally does. He's no. he's 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 lying to you. But I, I I swear I remember we were talking last week about uh, it wasn't last week maybe it was a couple of weeks ago uh, about you like having 15 minutes to cram something in.
2: No, I just make efficient use of my time.
0: Exactly. So this is this is what I'm trying to say right now. Okay, either way, I don't plan things out like that. Um, but I, I plan things ahead of time. Like I, I would have, you know, had reservations to stay places, whatever. I would have felt uncomfortable doing that.
1: See, I would have felt uncomfortable having reservations because then I have to be there by that time.
0: I, and I think that's, that's right now, uh, at this point in my life, that's something that I would totally do. It wouldn't bother me at all because I'm a lot more comfortable with it.
1: I mean, you can always find a place to stay.
0: You can always find a place to stay. That's true. Even if it's in the backseat of your car at a truck stop. Indeed. You can always find a place to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so while you were doing your oh, in all of your travels I guess what is the most interesting thing you've ever seen
1: hmm maybe the midnight sun I don't know if that counts
0: yeah that totally counts
1: Yeah, yeah. can that you just...
2: give a little more detail is this like a
0: well some people might not know what that means so giant you... art exhibit
2: is it a special <laughs> building
1: no so I don't know exactly where it occurs because I know it occurs like in Alaska too but i don't know what latitude you have to be at to experience it but it's basically in the summer there's depending on where you are maybe a solid month where the sun just never goes down like it gets close to going below the horizon but it doesn't so it's just 24 hours of sunlight and so when it's like 10 it's just the sky is pink you know it's like a, a like a constant a, sun. like yeah. kind of dusky yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so when we were in Sweden and Norway, uh, we were actually above the Arctic Circle, so we got to experience the midnight sun. And it was funny because when we went <laughs> back south where they didn't have the midnight sun, and when it got dark at night, it was kind of hard to adjust back to the darkness again. Mm-hmm. It was hard to adjust and then adjust oh, back. No. It, yeah, you're we just like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really cool.
0: Uh, the Arctic Circle and the Antarctic Circle both. So on whatever end of the globe you're on, yeah. Anything, anytime you're above that, you will have 24-hour sunlight at various times of the year. And the sun doesn't really go down, but it comes really close. And it mm-hmm. basically just kind of spins around the horizon at a very, very low elevation. The Arctic Circle is 23.5 degrees south of 90, and the Antarctic Circle is 23.5 degrees North of South ninety, so um, anywhere above that. But if you're above that, it's you know you're you're at you're up there.
1: Yeah, we were completely above Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> that's how far north we were. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I've, I've never never experienced the midnight sun. How about the uh, aurora borealis? Did you get to see some of that?
1: No, that's in the winter. But I have. Seen I know. I know it's oh, okay. in the winter.
0: <laughs> Canadian. I know that. <laughs> she was said she was there in the summer, I know, but I didn't I didn't I'm not oh, specifically sorry. mentioning Norway, Norway, just <laughs> mean in your travels oh, in general yes, Canada I, I, I have. yeah have you ever well, seen I've
1: New seen Europe? him I saw him on my flight home from Alaska,
0: Oh really, you saw him on
1: a flight that would have been really neat to mm-hmm. see. I just saw it from Alaska all the way through northern Canada mm-hmm. so that was cool. I how see about it dancing
0: How about you, Jason? No, no, not yet, no. I know we haven't talked too much about this. I know you haven't traveled outside the United States. No. Ever, right? No. Never? Not even to Canada? Nope.
1: Have you been to like Bermuda?
0: No. No, he's never it's left the United, the United States. States. He's never left the I continental just, United States.
2: I've left continental.
0: Where'd you go? He went to Hawaii. Oh my God, that's true. You, okay, yeah. I guess so that, that's true. But that's a really cool place to go that a lot of people will never go to. Because honestly, it's a long, from the East Coast, it's a long trip. That's like a 12-hour just flight time almost is almost twelve hours. I think it's eleven and a half hours to Honolulu from Dulles.
1: Do they have direct flights?
0: You can take a direct flight, but most that flights horrible. don't Oh god, I had a fifteen hour flight direct from Dubai oh. to Dulles once. Oh god, that was that was a horrific experience. I mean, it wasn't too bad because at least one seat next to me was empty, and I was sitting in a window, so like the middle seat. It was a seven six seven, so it was a three four three configuration. So there was an empty seat next to me, but there was a a young French woman sitting in the aisle seat, and uh, like halfway through the flight, she dumped a can of uh, like Sprite. Basically, it wasn't Sprite; that was some some European brand of soda that was like spray, dumped it all over that seat so I couldn't even use it to like put my feet on or anything. It was pretty terrible. The seat uh, next to you? The seat next to me, yeah. How
2: would you put your feet on the seat next to
0: you? We raised the armrest, turn sideways. I had a window seat so I I could lean up against the bulkhead or the fuselage and I could put my feet on Maybe the, on on the seat. Purpose. Maybe she did. Honestly, weird, you know, I was I was so spent. I, I, I had just spent several months in Afghanistan and I was on my way home and you're
2: just going to curl up in the ball on the plane? Yes,
0: absolutely. It's the way to do it. Absolutely. If you have an opportunity to curl up and sleep on a plane. I can't sleep on a plane. It's the worst. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the dry air. if it's Because I think the pressure in an aircraft is roughly like 5,000 feet or so. It's kind of at that weird elevation that if you're not used to it, it can bother you. It kind of bothers me a little bit. So I don't sleep on airplanes. I can't drink. God forbid, Have you ever tried to, I tried once to drink a couple of gin and tonics on an airplane to get me so that I was, because it was a long flight, I was flying from Newark to Milan in Italy. And I remember thinking I got on the plane, it was, of course, it's a red eye, you're overnight. And I remember asking the uh, flight attendant, I was like, yes, gin and tonic. So I had two Tangerine tonics, and I'm thinking, this is great, it's going to make me tired, I'm going to fall asleep. No, it just made me more hungover. I felt horrible. We landed in Milan. I hadn't slept in 24 hours at that point. It was miserable. It was like, I hate long duration flights. I would rather have, on like going to places like that, I would rather have eight hour layover in London or in Istanbul. Really? Or, yeah. Because it, it kind of breaks up the trip. I don't, those long duration plane flights, I'm not a big fan of them. Especially if I'm not doing anything. Like it, it's one thing if I were like an operator. of a a sensor or some kind of equipment on an aircraft, and I was doing my job while on a plane, it wouldn't bother me as much, but just to sit there and occupy yourself for hours. I don't mind five, six-hour plane flights. They're not a big deal. But as soon as you get over six, seven, eight hours, oh, God, it's just absolutely brutal, a brutal flight.
1: You You should do a layover in Iceland. They have extended layovers.
0: Yes. Years ago, it was out of Baltimore, It used to be, the, I think it was the East Coast hub for Iceland Air at one point. So you could get all sorts of flights to Europe from Baltimore. And they were cheap on Iceland Air, but there was a caveat. Say, hey, you know, we will give you this cheap flight. And we will give you two days hotel, two nights of a hotel stay in Reykjavik. So you could buy these these flights that were fairly inexpensive to Europe, but you had to you had to stay two nights in Reykjavik to get it. And it was kind of their way to get people to come into the country and mm-hmm. spend their tourist dollars and that kind of thing. And I never exercised that.
1: You should
0: have. I should have. But I, I know that, you know, Iceland for the last probably 20, 25 years has spent so much time and effort. Trying to get tourists to come to the country, and I think they've done a good job because, like, the population of Iceland is small. It's well, it's like half a million, or
1: no, I don't. It's like I don't even like think that. it's that. I think it it's might like be a three million, like
0: three hundred thousand, yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. A guy I used to work with, funny enough, I actually married an Icelandic woman, and uh, he said they get to go there. They go there every year for like two, three, four weeks, and he said it's the weirdest thing because her parents own. They live outside of the city. Like Reykjavik is where most of the people. Mm-hmm. He says once you get outside of that, there's nothing. Yeah. And they own like this this you know big piece of property on like the end of this fjord. And he says you can look out the window and see the nearest house, <laughs> but it's like a mile away. I mean, it's, it's just there's nothing out yeah. there at all. So no, I ne- never exercised that. I'm not a big big fan of like long duration plane flights. But, but that
1: was there. It's not that long. I forget what it is because I've had layovers there, and then I also went there. No, that
0: can't be five hours. Four and a half hours, depending on
1: what yeah. airport you're leaving from. Yeah, I flew from BWI to there. Yeah. Wow Air.
0: Wow, it's pretty spectacular. It was three hundred
1: dollars round trip.
0: That wow. is cheap. Yep. That, that's why I call it Wow Air. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you have to pay if you do a carry on, like fifty bucks each way. Right, but just don't do a carry on, or I mean, not a carry on, but like check bag. bag. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: population uh, of Iceland is three hundred thirty thousand. Oh, I thought it was A little bit more than Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: I like how sle- Wisconsin sle- is yeah. a reference point.
0: <laughs> exactly. Why, why is it we're using Wisconsin as a reference point?
2: <laughs> that's the least memorable state.
0: Oh, my God. Is it really?
1: No. Jeez, we can't remember
2: and Talk about memorable. alienating
0: listeners. Now pretty much that's every why
2: I'm, That's why I'm giving them so much- Everybody from
0: Wisconsin is like, hey, wait a minute. No, the, the least memorable state is, has got to be Delaware. What? No. No. It's got to be Delaware. No. It's got to be.
1: I don't agree with that. I
0: don't
1: know. How, how many states have you been to?
0: Honestly, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know the, the exact number, but I'm in the 30s, in the low 30s, mm-hmm. probably. There's, I mean, I love to travel and stuff. Obviously, having having children the last decade, I haven't had much of an opportunity to do a lot of traveling. But I, I do, I love to travel to different places that I've never been. I've been to every state on the, east, on the eastern seaboard from Maine all the way to Florida. And the way that I count. Have you been to Rhode Island? I have been to Rhode Island. Mystic Seaport, which is actually another Rhode Island Connecticut border, is actually a really, really cool place to go. It highlights kind of the whaling industry that was in New England back in the 1800s. It's a really neat place. Anyway, my criteria for where, how to count a state or a country Mm -hmm. is different from Jason's. Jason's criteria is you just have to eat a meal there. Is that correct?
2: I don't even know if I count that. If I've been through it, I've seen enough.
0: You've driven through it. It's enough. I have to stay overnight. I have to shower and I have to use the bathroom. Those are the three criteria in order for me to count a state that I've visited. Except, I mean, I have done this since then, but I lived on the New York-Vermont border growing up. So I spent a ton of time in Vermont growing up. So obviously I would have counted Vermont even though I I had never stayed overnight there. But I've my sister lives there now and I've stayed overnight there several times. But
1: So you can count it.
0: I, I, I can count it. <laughs> but uh, every state that I've been to, I, I've spent a night, I've showered, and I've gone to the bathroom. Those are the, the three criteria. So if you've
2: <laughs> slept, gone camping mm-hmm. in a state for three days, but you never showered there, that doesn't count. <sighs> or you've gone to a state... <laughs> And you showered there and stayed at night, but you didn't talk to anybody.
0: You don't have to talk to anybody.
2: You still count that as visiting the state?
0: Because there are plenty of states you can go to where you can intentionally not talk to people. That's every state. And get away with it. No, but. Everywhere. No, but I I, I mean.
1: Like Finland, especially. Sorry. (laughs) No, but
0: I I guess. (laughs)
2: Especially this one particular place. Go on.
0: (laughs) No, but I guess what I mean by that is obviously. I have the gift of gabs and I can talk to anybody <laughs> anywhere that I am. And I enjoy talking to people from different places. That's one of the best, to me, that's, that's kind of like the, criteria. the spice of life. No, it's not my criteria, but what I'm saying is, as I'm res- I'm responding to your, your jab here. It was
2: just a clarification. No, but
0: what I'm saying is, is, if you are, it'd be very difficult for me to go to, say, New York City and not interact with anybody. That that's not going that to be very difficult. No, well, listen to me, okay? I'm I'm putting out some criteria. So, but if I were to go to like South Dakota and I were to fly into Sioux Falls, and then rent a car and then drive out to go camping somewhere, there's a good chance I might not see another person. So you can't use that as a criteria as to whether or not you would count something. Because there's, there's, go to Alaska. There are places in Alaska where you could literally be, be by yourself the rest of your life and never see another person if you chose not to.
2: Yeah, you could also not see a shower.
0: That's, what if you that's take true. a bath? I guess that would count. That's weird. I mean, I <laughs> the Canadian is is stifling laughter right now.
2: What if you swim in a river?
0: I think can, that counts. Can I go to the bathroom in the river? Oh,
2: lord! A lot of people do. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> In fact, if there's a river, the city's probably pumping it into that. It probably is. At least it's probably
0: mildly treated. Mildly. Mildly. <laughs> I'm trying to think of where I even was. I don't even remember where I was in this conversation. Uh,
1: how many states you've been to, the criteria?
0: Oh, the criteria. And we so were just trying to, to needle get at me? it down to yeah, the nitty-gritty. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, but those are just my criteria, whereas Jason's criteria, obviously, you, you, if he you just like He doesn't even have to enter the state if he drives past it and looks at it. Oh, look, there's New Mexico. I didn't go in, but I'm going to count it. Google Earth is great. (laughs) I've been to all 50 states. It's it's awesome. (laughs) I've been to all 215 countries or whatever it is. Yeah, my criteria are different. I've been to about 30, 33 states, I think. How about you? How many states have you been to?
1: I'm missing six. six. Wow, that's
0: impressive. Have you been to Wisconsin? Yes. What part of Wisconsin?
1: I don't know. I drove through it and I stopped at a park.
0: Okay, wait, wait. Before we talk about the states that you're missing, what are your criteria for counting states that you've been to?
1: I mean, spend some time there. Like, don't just drive through. But I've had, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I have strict criteria. But I mean, if I've been there and I've walked on it and, like, I have a receipt, (laughs) instead of just driving...
0: Well but when you, when you get gas somewhere, you get a you get a, does, you get a receipt, and you walk you on the ground. Get a receipt. Not all the time. We're not going to talk about gasoline in this oh, in this edition. Goodness. We are not talking about <laughs> gasoline. Okay. Although he did ask you, one of the questions was what octane of fuel you put in your car. I know. we I remember that. Yes, we are not revisiting the gasoline discussion right now. That is going to be for a much much later edition of. <laughs> conversational chaos so okay sorry so when you when you but when you get gas you get out and you walk around unless it's a state where you don't pump your own gas
1: oh i hate those states oregon oh, yeah. well actually it depends where you are in oregon now and new jersey are the only two I new jersey has
0: now changed i think
1: are right? you sure it was oregon that voted on it but oh, then they're no, like you're jobs, right. jobs 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 no, and right. so it's... it was up to the cities mm-hmm. or districts whatever you want to call them So some places you can, some places you can't. So you just gotta feel it out. I think you're right. Jersey Jersey is still
0: a, it's not a self serve state. An attendant has to pump your gas for you. But they changed the gasoline tax. That's what it was. Because gasoline. Because you know, living in the mid Atlantic and you know being from the the Northeast. You
2: said no gasoline. What? No gas talk.
0: Well, no, I'm not talking about the octane. We're not talking about (laughs) octane, and we're not talking about engine performance. Okay, those are two caveats I'm putting out there. So, but driving from the Mid-Atlantic up to New York, I would drive through Jersey sometimes. Uh, I would take the Jersey Turnpike, and gas was always cheap. It was cheaper than it was in Maryland, and it was way cheaper than it was in New York. They changed that. Christie raised the gas tax, and now it's actually more expensive than it is in maryland and probably close to southern new york equivalent um, i think that's that's what it was but I, I remember it was shocking i just this summer i drove back up to new york to visit family and the first i had to get gas and i was in jersey and i pulled off and i remember looking at the prices thinking, holy cow that's really expensive i mean it's like the highways in connecticut I'm trying to remember what there's a parkway in connecticut that runs parallel to uh 95
1: oh like, is that where you take the tappan z bridge is that that road
0: Oh, uh, the Tappan Zee is 87. I don't I know. 87 I and 287 in. goes over Tappan Zee Bridge, which you can take 287 over to like 684 that goes over into Connecticut, whatever. I remember <laughs> driving down this parkway in Connecticut. I didn't need gas, thank God, but they had these little pull-offs and when gasoline was maybe 290 a gallon, it was like 370 a gallon. I mean, they were just totally, you know, this is because it's southwestern Connecticut where all the... Rich people who work in New York City. that's where they live, so they just—I mean, literally—it's just dragging people over the coals because they can. So, states. So, yes. We're, we're back to it. <laughs> so you're missing six. Which six states are you missing?
1: Let's see, I know Rhode Island's one of them. Utah, Arizona, New Mexico.
0: Oh, geez, you—you you have a whole Southwest theme. Nevada. Nevada. Uh-huh. It's not Nevada. Nevada. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I'd probably say, and um, Vermont.
0: You've missed Vermont? Yeah. Oh, you got to go to Vermont. Vermont's a beautiful state. Well, really, all those states are beautiful. (laughs) I mean, I've been to, I've never been to New Mexico or Arizona, the two states that I'm missing. Utah is actually a really nice state depending on what part of it you're in mm-hmm. i was in the salt lake city area and it has some beautiful national forests right outside of the city i mean the wasatch and uinta i think are the two national forests that are immediately outside of the city of salt lake beautiful great place to go hiking but vermont's an absolutely beautiful state to visit I'm, I'm biased of course but i grew up in a valley in between the green mountains in vermont and the adirondack mountains in new york so
1: one day i'll get there
0: that's oh, beautiful do you ski
1: i do not i want to ski
0: you can't, well, you can do that in, in in Vermont. They have, you know, it's around Lake Champlain and there's lots of lakes. I mean, it's a, you know, karst topography area. So lots of lakes there. Right. Mr. Jason, you're looking at me like uh, you're either a deer in the headlights or you're trying to get me to wrap things up. <laughs> one other thing to, one
2: other Oh story. my God. This is your thing. Yeah. Yes. I you know. It's funny.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Jason has had this topic. He texted me. What is this over the weekend? So this is several days ago now saying that he had the greatest idea. This
2: is last week. This is I, last week? We've been sitting on this for a week. Oh yeah. And he I had me all anybody. He
0: had me all amped up about it and, and I totally forgot. So this is gonna be great. What is it?
2: Alright, so it ties back into Reddit.
1: Oh I love Reddit.
2: <laughs> so Reddit's great, but since we've pulled you out of that cave of no technology. Okay. We know you haven't had much experience with it.
0: You should see me trying to fumble around on Instagram and Twitter for this stuff. It's ridiculous. So there's,
2: just so you have an idea, you can, there's different topics, subreddits Hmm. that you can post topics to and people, it's like a bulletin board and people post stories on there of whatever they want. So I found some good ones. Uh
1: Oh. Oh Lord.
2: I I would like for you to read one because I don't think you've read it yet.
1: Because he doesn't read it. (laughs)
2: All right, so I had to. I did clean it up a little bit since we are family friendly. But I can't believe you're gonna. Make
1: what it is the sub? What what subreddit is it from?
2: I don't know which one it was. In originally, it oh. was in Best Stories of Reddit. Oh. So you may have heard it. Maybe. Don't read it. Just start reading it.
1: Oh read goodness.
0: It? <laughs> I just saw the first <laughs> sentence. This is a Reddit story called "The Knife."
2: <laughs> I had to slightly change the title before it gives it away. Okay. Go ahead, please.
0: My family poops big. Maybe it's genetic. Maybe it's our diet. But everyone births giant logs. If anyone has laid a mecha poop, you know that sometimes it won't flush. It lays across the hole in the bottom of the bowl. (laughs) And the vortex of draining water merely gives it a spin as it mocks you. Growing up, this was a common enough occurrence that our family had a poop knife. It was an old rusty kitchen knife that hung on a nail in the laundry room, only to be used for that purpose. (laughs) It was normal to walk through the hallway and to have someone call out, Hey, can you get me the poop knife? Fast forward to 22. It's been a day or two between poops, and I'm over at my friend's house watching a game. I excuse myself and lay a gigantic turd. I look down and see that it's a sideways one, so I crack the door and call out to my friend. He arrives, and I ask him for his poop knife. (laughs) My what? Your poop knife, I say. I need to use it, please. What on God's green earth is a poop knife? Obviously, he has one, but maybe he calls it by a more delicate name. <laughs> a, a, a fecal cleaver. A dung divider. A guano glaive. I explain what it is I want and why I want it. He starts giggling, then laughing. Then lots of people start laughing. It turns out the music stopped and everyone heard my pleas through the door. It also turns out that none of them had poop knives. It was just my disturbed family with their incredible bowels. I told this to my wife last night, who was amused and horrified at the same time. Turns out that she did not know what a poop knife was and had been using the old rusty knife hanging in the utility closet as a basic utility knife. Thankfully, she didn't cook with it, but used it to open Amazon boxes. She will be getting her own utility knife now. <laughs> no idea why Jason wanted me to read that story, but that is really funny. I do not have a poop knife. Do you have a poop knife?
1: No, but thank you for clarifying. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. Do you have a poop knife? No. <laughs> you
1: did well
2: reading that. Yeah. That's that's one of the gems of Reddit.
1: I love Reddit so that, much.
0: That that That's just a terrible... <laughs> It's funny. I'm not gonna lie, that's that's funny.
2: So I, I printed this out this morning so you could read it. Mm-hmm. Except I printed it wrong. So I have like twenty copies of it. <laughs> and it was still printing what
1: I left. Just hand them out to people. Oh my god at
0: your house. <laughs>
1: so my
2: wife awake <laughs> copies of that.
0: <laughs> that was pretty funny. Thank you so much. I would like to thank the Canadian. Thank you very much for being our guest on the show today. Thanks for
1: having me. Oh,
0: you're quite welcome. It was fun, wasn't it? It was. And you were all nervous coming in here. I know. It was. Um, uh, It is a lot of fun. And so that's why we keep doing it. It's just, it's a fun thing to do. But I want to thank all the listeners for listening to another edition of uh, Conversational Chaos. We look forward to doing our next edition. And we will let you all know uh, when uh, our editions are posted via Twitter, via Instagram, via Facebook, via freshscreens.com on the podcast tab. So that will be all for us today. Thank you very much for listening.